How's it going today, guys? I'm back here live in the studio once again for another episode of Hot Takes with TP3. Today, coming to y'all Thursday, um, December 5th, and it's currently about 11.30 or so. I just watched Mitchell Trubisky probably play the best game I have seen him play in his NFL career. I mean, I really don't know what to say, guys. I took the Bears plus three, but I was not expecting that out of Trubisky. I was expecting a close game. But, you know, like I said, guys, Dallas is not giving us anything. They've given us nothing this season to think that they are good enough to be a road favorite on a Thursday night. So it's just the way I felt about that one. Luckily, I had the right hunch. But I'm just going to focus on for this weekend, guys, the huge weekend that is in college football. This is this is a championship Saturday. We got game f- tomorrow night on Friday, as we do have Utah versus Oregon. So that's where I'm going to go ahead and start everything right there. And you know, guys, first thing I want to say is I'm very excited to watch these games. You know, it's it's always fun to see who wins the conferences. And, I mean, there's still a lot to be decided with the college football playoffs. So not too often that you still have all that on the line. So it's going to be a great Saturday, but. Like I said, starting things with Friday here, and we have the Utah Utes versus the Oregon Ducks. This is being played in Levi Stadium, home of the San Francisco 49ers. Um, Utah is currently 11-1. Oregon's 10-2, number 5 versus number 13. They're playing for the Pac-12 title here. The line is at 6.5 right now. Utah is favored, minus 6.5. The over-under the over under opened at 51. has gone all the way down to 46. And for those of y'all that follow me on Twitter, I have my game of the year out right now. On the under, first off, Levi Stadium plays to the two unders to begin with. I uh, tweeted it out at 47, so I hope y'all hopped on it at that. But Levi Stadium plays to unders. They're supposed to be 17-mile-per-hour winds. On top of that, it's supposed to be cold, wet, and rainy. All that leading me to think it's going to be a low-scoring game. But on top of that, guys, let's get into a little X's and hose here. The, this Kyle Whittingham Utah team is just like the teams of old. They're a great defensive team. Um, they love to ground and pound the ball. You'll see Tyler Huntley, their quarterback, and you'll see their running back, Zach Moss, run the ball up and down the field. Zach Moss is one of the most underrated playmakers in college football at the running back position, and I think they're going to be able to run the ball on this Oregon team. You know, Oregon, I wouldn't say um, it's a great running team, but also, you know, Oregon, they're going to want to run the football too. When I look at Oregon and the way they play, you know, they like to get C.J. Verdell going on the ground, and Obviously, Justin Herbert and this team, you know, they've underperformed a little bit, but I think winning this game still means a lot to Oregon. By no means do I think they've given up on the season or anything. I think at this point, you know, they feel like they can kind of ruin Utah's season a little bit here. But on top of that, you know, I think they do have a chance to get to the finals. One thing I will say, though, um, y'all don't, I don't, I don't know if y'all believe me on this or not. Quite frankly, I don't really care. But I do have a friend that played football at Memphis last year, and he told me that in the conference championship game that literally the conference made them basically quit so UCF could get to the one of the, one of those New Year's Six Bowls and earn them that extra fat paycheck. I mean, I don't know if one of that's going to be in play here with them wanting to get Utah to the Final Four, but I mean, that's what's on the line here, guys, and that's what it's going to come down to. Ultimately, whoever stops the run here will win this game. I mean, both teams, they're going to stack the box. Utah, they have the best run defense in college football, giving up 56.3 yards per game. Also, though, you can look at Utah, though, and say who they played. Their best opponent outside of the Pac-12 is BYU, and I mean, they really didn't even play that hard of a schedule in the Pac-12. only ranked team they played was Arizona State this year, so... I'm, I mean, I'm not going to lie, guys. I personally think Utah is going to choke here. I mean, I'm just not huge on them. I just really don't think this team is good enough and experienced enough to come in here and pull off the huge win like they need to. I feel like the Pac-12 is known for choking, whether it's these Washington teams, 
You know, I just really don't think they're going to get one in there. Oregon, on the other hand, though, they're in the top 10 as well in run defense, only giving up 106 yards per game. So, I mean, you have two of the better run defenses here in college football. Neither team likes to throw the ball much. I think it's going to be a defensive struggle here. Seven is way too many points, in my opinion. I am on the Oregon Ducks, and I am also on the under. Under is my game of the year. Lost Penn State by half a point, so looking to bounce back from that. So hopefully we hit both these and have a great Friday night. I know my basketball's been ice cold, so I need to get back to my roots here and run it up on football. Um, next, let's move here to a little um, to Saturday's slate of games. So first game comes on at 12, and that would be Oklahoma and Baylor. You know, that's probably the – I think that's personally the best game out of all these games. Actually, Georgia LSU, obviously, but I think Oklahoma Baylor, guys, this is going to be a great game. I mean, you have two explosive offenses. Um, you know, it's the Big Twelve. You know, both these teams still think they have a shot to go to the go to the championship. Both teams are eleven and one, eight and one in Big Twelve play. Obviously, we know that Baylor blew the twenty-eight to three lead. Big difference, though, is Oklahoma's going to have C.D. Lamb back here. Personally, I think Matt Rule will get this team up to play, and they'll be ready to go. I don't think Oklahoma's defense is good enough to get margin on anyone. I mean, like I told y'all, Max Bet TCU. TCU was almost able to pull that one out on them, guys. Look, I really, really think here that nine is way too many points. I don't think Oklahoma's defense is even – because they've shown, shown me anything that says they can cover this number. I think Baylor's going to be able to cover that. The total um, opened at 61. It has gone up to 64.5. I think it will probably go over as well. I mean, Oklahoma is a huge over team. So, you know, I would not be shocked at all to see this one end up going over. I'm not touching that total, though, but I'm definitely going to play Baylor plus the nine points. Charlie Berger and crew should get this offense rumbling early and often against Oklahoma. Um, Baylor, you know, they play everyone close. No matter who they play, they're going to play to their competition's level. That's the way it's been for them all season. Um, I mean, I wish that Baylor, you know, had a little bit better defense. I mean, I wouldn't say the defensive numbers here are terrible for them. Um, they are current in total yards surrendered. You know they're in the top fifteen in college football. So you know it's they're they've been decent this year against against passing rush. I mean against offenses in general, they're a little bit better against the pass though than they are against the rush. Them and Oklahoma both kind of struggle against the um, rush. So I mean I look for both these teams to run the ball a lot. Like I said though, no play on the total here. In the end of things, I think that Baylor is going to end up losing this game like 45-40 or something like that. You know, it's it's Oklahoma, guys. It's going to be a be a high-scoring game. Um, there's a lot of other conference championship games on at 12. You know, I'm I don't really want to waste much time going in detail to these other games. I'll just give you a little quick summary. Um, the Sun Belt right here, championship game. You got Louisiana. You got a Louisiana Raging Cajuns versus Appalachian State. Appalachian State has beat them the last four times that they've played each other, and they beat them and covered. It's Appalachian State minus six. I lean with Appalachian State minus six, but I like the under. All, every single time they've played, they've gone under by twenty by 25 points. Appalachian State's got a good bit of talent here with uh, Scott Satterfield departing from Louisville. He stacked this team up, so they still got some of those recruits left. I look for App State to kind of run this conference this year and next year. They're also ranked 21, and I mean, if they hadn't got upset by Georgia Southern, might even be undefeated playing for a shot at a New Year's Six Bowl here. So I got App State winning this game outright and covering. Um, this game's being played at, at at the house for App State here, so that's another all the more reason to like them here. I'm on App State. At 3.30, we have – actually, let me see. Yeah, yeah. So we'll go ahead and move here to the – actually, you know what? Why not? Why not? I'll go ahead and talk here briefly about Miami of Ohio and Central Michigan. 
Um, this game is being played at Ford Field, so you know this is basically a home game for Central Michigan. Miami of Ohio has not impressed me at all this season. Um, they got absolutely smacked by uh, by um, Ohio State, but I mean, then again, who hasn't? I, ha- I mean, I haven't really liked what I've seen from them as the season's gone on. On the other hand, you know, Central Michigan. I mean, this is a this is a well coached team. You know, they've they've got a new coach in here, Jim McElwain. I mean, his offense might not have translated while he's over at Florida. But he seems to be doing a great job with these Central Michigan Chippewas. I like Central Michigan minus six and a half. They should have all the fans there with the game being there in Detroit. You know, there's not a lot to look forward to in Michigan, so I think they'll pack it out. This is the MAC championship of it. I didn't mention that earlier. I got Central Michigan over Miami of Ohio here. I'm not playing it. I'm not touching anything in this game, honestly. I lean, though, with the over in Central Michigan minus six and a half. Um, also, real quick, we have UAB versus Florida Atlantic. Look, UAB is not impressive at all to me. Nine and three team. They haven't beaten or played anyone. Um, I don't have an official play on this one. I lean with FAU though minus seven and a half. Lane Kiffin's done a great job with this team. They're clearly the more talented team. They're a good defensive team. They force a lot of interceptions. UAB turns the ball over a lot. Um, it's a high-powered offense for for um, you see it for Central. I mean FAU. But at the end of the day, guys. Lane Kiffin might be out of there. We've heard him link to the Arkansas job. We've heard him say he wants the Florida State job. We heard him. I mean, Lane Kiffin clearly has proven himself here again. He wants to get out of there. He wants to go somewhere else. So, I mean, the way I look at it, guys, is Lane Kiffin wants out of here. That's not what I want for a team playing in a conference championship. I'm not playing this one, but, I mean, gun to my head, I'm playing FAU in the over once again. Let's move here now to 3.30 to a game that I think is a little slept on. It will be very fun to watch. That is Cincinnati versus Memphis in the American Athletic Conference um, title game. Um, Memphis is a nine and a half point favorite over unders at 58. So there's only been three times in college football history that two teams that played the week before play again. And you know what happened in that, guys? You know what happened? The team that lost the first meeting is 3-0 against the spread. That's not the reason why I'm playing on Cincinnati. Cincinnati sat their starting quarterback out, Des Ritter, last week to rest. They didn't. I mean, it seemed like that Memphis, you know, was going to run away with this game. Memphis and Scott Norvell, you know, they go up. Um, they go up out the gate 21-3. Then all of a sudden you see the comeback come from Cincinnati. So, therefore, I lean with the over and I also lean with Cincinnati plus 9.5. Buy it up to 10. Love it even more there. I think this is a number that Cincinnati can stay inside. I think they'll have a shot at winning this game outright. Um, Memphis, great team. I mean, they've got a shot, you know, here to go to a New Year's Six Bowl. And so does Boise State in the next game. I'll talk to, talk about those. are probably going to be the two teams battling it out for this um, spot for the, uh, for the non-Power 5 team to get in there. So, a lot on the line for both teams here. I just think that, you know, that that nine point, that that 10 points, you know, that's way too many in my opinion here. I will be playing on Cincinnati on Saturday. Um, at four o'clock here, we got Hawaii, Boise State, and this is kind of the last one of these games I can get, I have to talk about, then I can get to the three big ones. Um, Hawaii, honestly, a very explosive offense. Quarterback Cole McDonald can throw it along across the yard. I mean, they came in here and played once already at Boise State in a game, you know, where they threw two new interceptions out the gate, then they got back in it. This game's going to come down to if Cole McDonald can take care of the ball. Boise State's not really the same team that they used to be. You know, one thing they say about Hawaii is these receivers are very skilled. They're just not big enough to get recruited by the Pac-12, which is a very interesting take on that. Um, Boise State, you know, I think 14 in this game is a lot of points. The fact they're on their third quarterback here in Henderson, more of a run with the ball kind of guy. Bachmeyer's out for the season. Um, I, you know, they're definitely gonna. We're gonna see a lot of George Helani on the ground. But I just feel like that Hawaii can come in here and stay inside of this 14 points. And honestly, 
I, you know, I'm not going to go as far as say they can win outright, but I think Hawaii stays inside the points here. I think it's going to be a fun game to watch, honestly. Hawaii's an interesting team to watch. I watched them whoop up on Arizona first game of the season. So I think it'll be a fun game here, guys. And that game comes on ESPN at four. So I'm playing on Hawaii plus the 14 right there. Um, all right, it's time to get into the meat and potatoes here. The three biggest games, obviously, Oklahoma-Baylor, I mean, to, in my opinion, is the best game of the whole weekend. That's the only one. Not, I mean, Oklahoma-Baylor, I think, will be the most fun to watch. Let's put it that way. Uh, right here now, we have LSU-Georgia. I think this is going to be a close, low-scoring game. LSU hasn't seen a defense like Georgia has. Georgia, though, is missing some pieces on the offensive side of the ball. Um, actually, I wouldn't say close. I mean, low scoring. I think that LSU is going to end up winning this game 31-21. I don't think LSU, though, is going to march up and down the field like we've seen them do all season long. I think this game will resemble the Auburn game a little bit more. Also, I think LSU's defense deserves a little more credit than it is. I think they have a good defense. I mean, Alabama with two in there. That was just, I mean, that's just another kind of offense right there. You know, that's a team... I can move the ball. That's one of the best offenses in college football, Alabama with Tua. So in this game, I like LSU minus, you know, I liked them a lot when they were at minus four. I liked them at minus six, minus seven. I personally am not going to play that, but if I had to, I would take LSU minus the seven. Look, Georgia's not going to have their best receiver in Lawrence Cager. Um, George Pickens, their other, their second, dairy, or second receiver, he's suspended for the whole first half. Um, you got a banged up shoulder here in DeAndre Swift. Jake Fromm has shown me nothing, guys. He can't really throw down the field. You got the Heisman Trophy winner, Joe Burrow, on the other side of things. Over 4,000 yards, 44 touchdowns. I think we see Jamar Chase and this Georgia and this uh, LSU receiving core get going. I mean, LSU can run the ball too, guys. I mean, Georgia has the big line. They're definitely going to try to push them around. LSU, I mean, has been a little susceptible to teams running the ball on them. But at the end of the day here, guys, I think LSU wins 31-21. I think this game will be fun to watch. But it's it's going to be another, you know, loss of an SEC game for Georgia. The main reason, though, why I'm not playing on this game, guys, this is basically a home game here for Georgia. I and mean, you also have to consider this, too. If, if Georgia wins this game, LSU still gets in. LSU might not be the number one seed anymore, but they still get in. On the flip side of things, things you know, if Georgia loses this game, the SEC doesn't get two teams in there. I mean, I'm not saying these games are rigged, but I'm just saying there's a lot of money and a lot of other things on the table here. The SEC, I'm no damn sure they want two teams in here. So I'm not playing on this one here, guys. Something fishy could be up. I mean, I don't like how many points there are involved there as well. But if I had to, I would play on LSU. Let's go to the uh, the other two big games here for the weekend. And, I mean, I think this is a big game, personally. Clemson versus number 23, Virginia. Um, Clemson minus 28.5, over under set at 57. I think Clemson absolutely blows the brakes off of Virginia here, guys. Um, I think that this is the best team in the nation, honestly, and I think Clemson wins it all. I really, really and truly do. You know, I think that T. Higgins, ETN, um, Trevor Lawrence, I think this is the most explosive offense in college football. I mean, they just don't get the credit they deserve. I mean, they were 9-3 and three against the spread when they had pretty much had to beat everybody by 20-25 points. Their defense is darn good, too. I mean, Texas A&M, the best team they played, couldn't move the ball on them at all. I mean, they see, the thing is, y'all can argue that they're playing these horrible ACC teams, but, I mean, their, their average winning margin was by 30 points a game. I mean, they weren't even making it close. They had one slip-up against North Carolina, and they still managed to win the game. I mean, that's the telltale sign for me there. I am on Clemson here, minus 28 and a half. I'll probably buy the half point, get it at 28. That is an official play for me. I got Clemson winning this game outright and steamrolling them. 
The final game is the Big Ten Championship between number one Ohio State, number eight Wisconsin. That game's on Fox at eight. Um, Ohio State minus 16 and a half, over under set at 56. I actually like the under here, and I can lean with Wisconsin plus the 16 and a half. I think Wisconsin can keep it inside the number for this one reason and this one reason only. Um, Ohio State's Justin Fields' knee is banged up. I think that Ohio State feels like even if they were to lose this game, they can still go to the go to the um, championship. Um, I mean, get into the Final Four. Honestly, I really don't think though that they're going to lose this game. Ohio State. I think the defense will step up and play. I think Wisconsin can play a little bit better, but I haven't seen what I want to see out of the Wisconsin offense. Um, at the end of the day, though, I think Justin Fields won't be as dynamic in the run game, which will hurt their offense a little bit. But I think Ohio State will still end up winning this game. I like Ohio State to win this game, you know, like 31-24, 31-21, you know, something like that. I think they keep it within the 16. They'll keep it under the total as well. But I just don't, you know, Jonathan Taylor, he's going to have to get going on the ground. They really couldn't do anything the first time these teams played. It also was raining, though, so I give him a little bit more of a pass. But I really don't think Justin Fields is going to be as effective running the ball, which I think will hurt this Ohio State offense a lot. Chase Young is going to want to be the game wrecker in the backfield. If they can somewhat keep the keep him from making, you know, like drive ending, if they can keep him from making game record plays and take care of the ball, Wisconsin can play this game tight. They will not win, but I think they can keep it tight. I like Wisconsin with the points of not betting it. So my bets for these games, guys, I'm going Clemson minus 28. I'm going Hawaii plus 14. I've got Cincinnati plus 10. Um, I have the under and App State and um, U- and uh, the Raging Cajuns, as I like to call them. I've got Baylor plus 9. And I also have Oregon plus seven, and I have under 46. So that's my play for these games this weekend, guys. Play responsibly. Um, Let's have fun. Let's watch these games. Just because I'm not playing on it doesn't mean it's not going to be a winner. Go with whatever you want. But I'm excited to watch these games, guys. I hope you all are too. I appreciate everyone that tuned in. Sorry I couldn't get a guest on here. It's kind of hectic. But follow me on Twitter at TP3Wins, on Instagram at TP3Bets. And you all have a good rest of your day. Bye.